0: <laughs> always like this, you know? Uh, but it's trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Um, in all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. It's still loading, but I'm fairly sure that's what it says. <laughs> Otherwise, I've been meditating on something weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean for me to trust in the lord is all my heart what does it mean to have this kind of faith where actually it it doesn't matter what's going on like it's beyond my understanding mm. it's beyond what mm. i can see and hear and taste and make sense mm. of um and it reminded me of um the very first kind of devotion thing that i ever shared um it was a bit of an impromptu one but seeing as i was a pastor's kid i went on a on a school camp and grade 6 or 7 and we were in this really rustic barn like this really old school thing and there were bats everywhere and I was in like deep KZN at this point and um, and there's, there's quite a lot of fear around the Tokolosh and the Tokolosh is this monster that hides under your bed and will come and take you now of course grade 6 and 7 what's happening it is like two, 2 o'clock in the morning and people start talking about the Tokolot and they start telling all of these scary stories and some of these oaks are getting like, they're getting a little bit like, like scared here. Um, and so they come to me like, yo Josh, we need the Bible. We need the Bible. I know you have a Bible, your dad's a pastor. Whip it up." So I'm like, okay. And um, and sometimes it just works out that you've read something recently or you heard something and you're like, this would probably be good. And so, Um, I thought I'd repeat it, also because we're on a mountain and it's from the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Mm -hmm. which is pretty great. Um, This place is actually a really cool place for me. Um, I discovered it by accident one day, just chilling around Cape Town as one does. Um, And then later research, like what are those buildings, like what's going on? And this is a zoo, um, an abandoned zoo, that's the lion enclosure, they had two lions. Initially they were kept in Cecil Rhodes' house, because he was just like... You know what (laughs) i've got lions and leopards in my house yo like what do you guys have Um, but then when he passed away they obviously were like look uh he had asked that this place be made into a zoo so they made it into a zoo because he left people a lot of money um and they put the lions there they had crocodiles they had leopards they had weird goat things called tars that are now all over the mountain um also the common starling initially was brought to south africa from the zoo and then when it escaped now that's why we have the common Starling, um, which apparently Josh says, there's no bag limit, you can just keep, keep <laughs> shooting. <laughs> <in that> proper <laughs> styling pie. Um, and, um, and yeah, so it's a pretty cool place. And it's a place where actually there's a lot of things that have gone down in the history. The, the person of Cecil John Rhodes is a very dividing person and, and someone who, yeah, it's quite interesting to be in a place where you can feel like, man, this is a little bit of the legacy Um, And in some way, looking around and going, you know what, in this world nothing lasts forever is something that was actually encouraging for me. But anyways, that was a whole tangent of why (laughs) I like this place and why I brought everyone here. Um, And uh, and so we're on Sermon on the Mount, and here we are talking about the talk of bringing it all back. And Matthew 6, verses 25 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Mm. Straight up. You don't worry about what you will eat or what you will drink, mm. about your body, what you will wear. Is life Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air they do not seep or row or store away in barn, or seep or sow, reap or sow <laughs> or store away in barns and yet the heavenly Father feeds them. Mm. Are they are you not much more valuable than them? Can any of you by worrying and add a single hour to your life? That one just sticks with me, like, if I worry for an hour, I've lost that hour. And there's, nothing, there's nothing that's going to happen by me mm. worrying. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. But they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was not dressed like one of these. I don't know if you saw the trees with the flowers. Is that really cool one that we walked in just from the parking lot. And there's something so beautiful. Just about like how nature Adorns itself. Oh, there we go. There's the flower from the tree down at the bottom. Um, gorgeous. There's something that's just amazing. Um, and, and and if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown in the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You have little mm. faith. Sure. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own and that was super encouraging i obviously didn't understand the profoundness of that and over the years every time i read that again i think of being in the barn thinking about the talk but (laughs) I'm also incredibly encouraged that actually it's very true. So much about what it says um, sets us free from the worries that life has for us. Um, One of the things when I was a teenager, I never really worried about what I was gonna eat or wear or drink because I was like mom and dad. They got me sorted. Um, and then moving out of the house it was suddenly a really big concern of what am I gonna (laughs) eat? Once I would food poisoned myself for the third time, it was a really big concern. <laughs> <laughs> but the Lord, he provides, and he provides an incredible way. Um, one of the other verses that I really was encouraged by is from John 16, and it says that, um, for I have overcome the world. Let's, mm. get, let's get that out, actually. Mm. Sure, guys, this is a struggle today on this one. Um Jesus is busy chatting, um, and again, there's, there's a whole lot of worrying going on. Um, and. Uh, yeah, let's see where it says it. Okay, here we are, right at the end. I've told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you may have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Mm. And there's something so encouraging about that. In this world, He tells us these things so that we can have peace. Mm. He tells us these things so that we don't have to sit worrying. Mm. We don't have to sit in this fear. There's so much narrative going on around us that Mm. actually is deliberately trying to to make us fearful. Deliberately trying to get us to act out of fear. Mm. In fact, entire companies are set up on marketing of fear. That's why life insurance and all those insurances sell mm-hmm. so well because they market you through fear. And there is a reality that there's there's things in this world that, that are concerning. There are things that we go, this is not great. Um, but there's also a, a deeper, longer truth that does not fade away, mm-hmm. that stands forever, that we do not need to worry. Uh, there's a heavenly Father that worries about us for mm-hmm. us um, and He's overcome the world. And so that was what I've been really clinging on and holding on. Um, Yeah, Shannon and I are getting to a place now where we are transitioning in in terms of like trying to organize stuff for next year, getting visas and trying to figure out where we're going to stay and how we're going to eat and all these things. And then that verse just hits you and you're like, don't worry about tomorrow. It's got enough worries of its own. Um, And there's still lots of stuff that we've got to do today. I think when we start worrying, when we start getting caught up in that, um, it's very easy to lose days and go, what am mm. I doing that day? Mm. Oh, I was, I was worried when I was gone. Mm. Um, but there's enough troubles for each day mm. and we can trust in someone who actually is taking care of those things. Mm. He invites us to bring a different heart into the places where, where actually there's legitimate concern for worry. Mm. Um, we can carry a different spirit of, of, of faith, of trust, of not fully understanding um, we don't need to lean on our own understanding so I want to encourage you guys with that that as we go, do not worry about tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's got enough worries over so trust in the Lord uh, it's not a naive mm-hmm. um, cool, sweet, I'm just not worrying about anything anymore, that's fine um, but instead it's going, I'm trusting in something bigger, someone bigger mm-hmm. um, and better, so I'm going to pray and then we can really just chill, like, it's getting cold so properly chill, and <laughs> um, <laughs> then we can just relax Lord, thank you so much that you ask us um, everything. And you you say, come, just trust in me. Mm -hmm. Lay down everything for me. Mm -hmm. But that you provide for us, you look after us, and and you worry about those things for us. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, we just want to put our trust in you today. We want to say that, yeah, we don't fully understand everything that's going on. But we trust you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we keep striving to trust you more. In the name of Jesus, amen.